Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome, everybody, to this issue commentary. Now, this is the issue commentary for the February 2018 issue. If you are listening or watching this in uh, January 2018, this issue is on sale now. And here it is. Um, if you enjoy this issue, if you enjoy this podcast, please tell your friends. Um, I still think we're kind of, we're one of the only uh, motoring media brands that give you this kind of flavour of what happens behind the scenes, how we put the issue together, the thinking that goes into uh, features and columns and the news. Um, so yes, please tell your friends. Um, and this is the first time in a while, gentlemen. And actually, let me introduce our, our panel. <laughs> <laughs> we have Damon Cogman, who Hello. is our art editor. We have Joe Dunn, who's our deputy editor. Hello. And we have Lyndon McNeil, our photographer, our staff photographer Hello. here. I'm Nick Trott, the editor. Um, yes, chaps. So Colin McRae and a rally car on the cover of Motorsport. What a way to start the new year. <laughs> what a way to start the new year. And it's not, not just a Colin McRae and a rally car. What a, what a fantastic image. But this, is, this has been in... The works for a while, isn't it? We, we talked about this. One, yeah, but. I think this one goes back sort of probably seven or eight months or something, doesn't it? And we have this content pot plan, don't we? Of what we're gonna what we're gonna do over the coming months, and that one went straight in, didn't it? It was like <laughs> it's like right, we're doing that. That's that's it. That's, that's yeah. So ten years, ten years after after his, after his death, it was like yep. we of course we've got to celebrate Carly. Of course we have. Why why Colin McRae, Joe? Let's 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 get to get to the root of this. Why why Colin? Well, well, there's two reasons, I suppose. I mean, one is just on the basis of uh, uh, his amazing talent. Um, uh, he is a driver uh, that, that you know motorsport should be celebrating. Um, but also, I think because um, you know there aren't many when, when it comes to rallying, it's it's not an obvious cover for a magazine like motorsport. There's only one person I think we all discuss with. There's only one person really that would make a cover, you know, from the world of rally, and and that is Colin. Um, he just has that hold over people, uh, regardless of the discipline, um, and people are interested in him. He sort of transcends his sport, uh, which I don't think, you know, not that many sportsmen, let alone drivers, manage to do. But he managed to do it. Um, and so I think he's a, he's 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 a, he's a worthy cover, um, and uh, and I think it's a great cover. Love it. So Lyndon, while you, when you're looking for <laughs> photographs. Lyndon also searches various image archives looking for Strolls, yeah, yeah. <laughs> looking for the best shots. And you've done this for a fair while now. When you're looking for images of Colin McRae, I imagine it must be like looking for images of Gilles Villeneuve or... <laughs> there, you, or there's, there's a limited amount, but you're also still looking for the ones that have never been seen. Yeah. And it's the standout ones that you're trying to find and something that, like I say, that hasn't been publicised everywhere, like the, there's iconic shots, but we're looking for a, that yeah. extra iconic shot that still hasn't been seen, and yeah. hopefully with this one... Yeah, big thanks to McLean, of course, because yeah. they helped us out a lot with this, didn't they? Because they obviously put these, put these books together, and exactly. uh, they kind of uh, scurried away in the background trying to find some amazing shots of Colin for us, so they put a few aside for us to kind of, uh, knowing that it was coming up in a few months' time, tucked a few away for us, so hats off to them for that. And was it a kind of a, a conscious effort to 
fine pictures that represented his personality. So not, not necessarily the really highly polished action shots of him in a car, but just the shots that maybe quality's not so great. But you, you immediately go, yeah, that's that's Colin. you know it's Colin, yeah, exactly. straight away. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the the the, the cover shot is, you know, the, it's it's of its time. You know, it's a, it's a um, it's an image that isn't incredibly sharp. It's not like the most pin sharp, digitally enhanced shot in the world. But what it does is it's it's Colin. It's it's absolutely him in a in a nutshell. The thing's on one wheel. One of the tires is sort of. Compressed, so I mean, it's, it's a spare tire. He's on yeah. the rim, isn't he? He's yeah. on the rim. He's on one wheel. That's not. Yeah. That's not he's on one wheel. That tire is trying to. He's trying to get off that car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He knows I've what's had, coming. The rest had enough. Was, yeah, the rest know what's coming. No. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, but it is. It's it's absolutely encompasses everything that the, that we love. We loved Colin for. And uh, but there continued. was a, there was another shot, wasn't there? There was a shot of him in in his Ford, which was similar. Yeah, yeah. Sense, that it was flying out of the page at you. It was mm. a dramatic image. It was about twenty um, foot off the ground, wasn't it? it was, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like that one as well. Um, yeah. But there's a lot of discussion amongst you know amongst us about which one we should go for, and ultimately, obviously, you know, the, the Subaru is the car that he is. It screams Colin, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, but there were other options in the pot. I mean, um, and that's one of the great things. I love I love it when we've got four really strong covers, mm. and we can all sit sit around and mm. talk about which one we prefer and make the arguments for and against and. Mm. And then Nick says, I'll have that one. So were you talking? No, we did. We had these, we, we, we print them out, don't we? Put them on the wall. We, we mm. put them on, um, yep. on the wall behind us and we stand back a couple of metres. We try and work out how people are going to visualise them, see them on the newsstand, what's going to capture their attention. Um, and this, this one certainly ticked all the right boxes. I mean, it does kind of bug me slightly that it's, I guess we get so used to seeing super sharp mm. images today. You know, when you, when you, when you look yeah. at a contemporary F1 picture, it's, it's you can zoom in all the way through. Oh, man, yeah. But you think this, this was is taken a, this is 15, on, yeah. Nearly, yeah, this is 15 years ago. Yeah. This, is, this, this, this will be scanned film. Yeah. This will be scanned from a, from a 35mm neg that was in, in the middle bit, of a desert. Especially rally. It's, it's amazing yeah. all the old rally shots have kind of... Um, they degraded a lot more because they're out in the, yeah. out in the dust and the really? dirt and everything. Yeah, because the, yeah. the sort of the quality of rally shots is, is all from the old temperature days. extremes as well, yeah, from there the you snow go. to the ice and, yeah. and then up to the deserts as well. And then obviously when you're bringing the films back, it all used to go through X-rays. So it's all yeah. you know, little so things. So all the while are, you're taking a layer of yeah, pretty much quality yeah. Off absolutely it. Yeah. yeah. But ultimately, this is. This yeah. shot's Colin, isn't it? Look at this. He's crossed up. He's he's yeah. on one wheel. Um, you can see through the screen. You can see his face. You see, yeah. And that's Nicky Drist, isn't it? In, yeah. In the car with him. Yeah. I wonder what he's thinking. <laughs> Not, again. Next? Not again. Not <laughs> again. <laughs> it really hurt the last time. <laughs> I think this. I think it's wonderful. We had a, we had a lot of fun putting this together. But yeah. but Joe, it, it, at the centre of the story, it was a trip, wasn't it? Well, and 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 Lyndon, obviously, yes. it was. Um, and in fact, it was kind of. Yeah, we decided to base the whole story on, on, on a trip to Italy. So what, what was the trip and what, what did... Well, it was the annual Rally Legends event, yeah. um, which, which does you know, uh, 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 happen every year. But, uh, but this year they decided to uh, celebrate um, McRae uh, um, because of the 10-year anniversary since his death. And they uh, said they were going to get um, as many uh, world champions or former world champions as, as, uh, uh, as possible together. Um, and you know, people often say this sort of thing, and the and organisers of events often say this sort of thing. And then maybe you know, three three people turn up. You know. uh, yeah. But this particular one, you know, 
think everyone, everyone was there. Everyone, everyone was there. I mean, was it 15, yeah. 10 or 15 um, former champions, rally champions great turned up? Sure, it's not 60 uh, page, We've got a fantastic 65. image in here of them all. Yeah, I think they're waving. They're all waving apart from one. Can you guess Sebastian Loeb. Sebastian Loeb has decided to keep his hands in his back. No, I like to think he's already waved. So he's so competitive. He had to get his wave over and done with before Ogier there. But what page is that? Page 65, if you're looking at this. I think this is probably the point where I usually say, if you haven't got the issue in front of you, Go down to go down to the news agents and buy one. So um, yeah, stop listening to this podcast. Go and buy one. Yeah. Pause, um, pause, pause. Yeah, pause. Come back to and it. come back and yeah. check out uh, page sixty-five. And we've got Stig Blomqvist, Sebastian Loeb. Is there Mickey Biazzi on in there? Yes. Sebastian yeah. Ogier, Ari Vatanen, and Joe's best mate. Uh, Didier Oriol. Uh, Didier Oriol. Petr Solberg. We've got Nicky Grist as well. As well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Nicky was great, wasn't he? He, he, was, he, he was great. And um, Dan Trent actually was the journalist who went over there for us. And um, as ever with these sorts of things, it can be a bit of a bun fight when there's lots of people. And he did a great job of collaring as yeah. many people as he could, talking yeah. to them and saying, what are your memories of Colin McRae? Simple as that. Yep. It sounds simple, but actually getting hold of the people and getting them to actually talk eloquently about something is uh, it can be tricky. But they've all uh, they've all come up with their with with how they remember him, what say, their experiences of him were. It was it was surprisingly easy because everybody was there and everybody was so happy to talk. I think because it was such a celebration of Colin yeah. and his life, everybody was happy to talk about him and be interviewed about it as well. Yeah. So it was yeah. it was just it was one of those you think it's going to be Mission Impossible, but it yeah. actually worked in everyone's favour because they were all like I say coming back and coming up to us and we'd obviously seen Ari a couple yeah. of weeks before yeah. and then the fact that he'd seen us and remembered me from, from our lunch with and came oh. over and talked to us which was because you're really handy. Balling, then. That's what oh, you you try and leave an impression so. but yeah, exactly. and even, even seeing <laughs> come back from Ari when you smash up someone's but, house. But yeah. See, yeah. Sorry, about the, sorry about the bars again. <laughs> oh, can, we, can we tell that story? Oh, oh, no, it's oh, a, I think the moment's passed. The moment's oh, passed. Okay. Well, if, if you want to know, write into to Joe. To Joe, yeah. Find out what happened. He'll tell you all about the broken bars. Frankly, the candle wasn't lit. So let's get back to Ali Ledger. Well, I was, I was going to ask Lyndon, actually, whether he would recommend that our readers jump on an aeroplane, do it. hire a car, do it. go to do Sadly, we were only there for the day, mm. or we flew out the night before and went for the, the final day, but the whole three-day event is incredible. The cars there are fantastic. You, th- there's Group Bs, there's Group As, there's Group Ns, there's there's cars you don't expect to see. There's O37s and S4s. And, and a Lada. And a Lada. There's, there's, there's about <laughs> there's 30 Ladas. Lada you managed to put the, <laughs> yep. the picture they were there. I mean, and they, <laughs> were, the, they were full on sideways everywhere. They were there for a laugh. Who doesn't want to see a Lada really, going sideways? Exactly. <laughs> it's, uh, our, our readers, maybe. <laughs> we'll see after this. <laughs> we'll see, yeah. yeah. If you want to write in and complain about the picture of a Lada, um, Damon yeah. Cogman. Yeah, hi. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, at the usual address. It was, yeah. So what time of year? And give us an uh, idea how much for a flight, how much for a hotel, how much oh, for a hotel. When did we, was it, was it, was it was in October? October? I think yeah. October in San Remo. Mm. Um, flights were fairly easy. Ryanair straight out to yeah. Rimini, Bergamo, yeah. wherever you want. I mean, yeah. a couple of hours drive from a few airports and everything. Um, hotels were cheap. We stayed on the Rimini coast and it was, yeah. it was just a great couple of days. So yeah. a couple of you could go out there you know, 150 quid, yeah, 200 quid, bit of, bit of, yeah. bit of money, and, and three, three days, and it's it's a really, really good event. Goes through into the night, so you've got mm. d- 
different spectacles. We were only there for one stage. Yeah. And even that, I mean, the crowds were phenomenal all up the hills, up the banking. And you put a foot wrong, all the crowds jeered and jeered. <laughs> and it made you feel completely stupid. But... <laughs> you, you want to tell us something? Oh, no, da, da, like just one of the journalists, maybe. Uh, <laughs> tried climbing a wall and... Uh, ah, right, okay. Didn't quite make it. Um, Joe, you spoke to Chris Meek, didn't you, for this... Yeah, uh, well... For, for the piece on page 70? Page 70, we've got a piece... Yes, Chris Meek uh, is uh, writing about... Um, uh, well, he's remembering uh, Colin, um, who was his teammate um, with Citroen, and um, uh, only for a season. But um, he, uh, but he, he writes about driving um, Colin's car, um, Colin's uh, Zara, and we we were kind of conscious that we didn't have a, a sort of test of one of Colin's mm. cars, which we would normally have in this sort of kind of uh, a package of, of stories. Um, uh, and we thought, you know, what better way of sort of um, telling the story of one of his cars and getting. Chris Meek to drive it, current, 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 yeah. current world champion, or yeah. current, current world world rally driver, uh, driver, you know, to to, yeah. to test it for us, and he's uh, he's done a really nice piece, and it kind of veers between to sort of, you know to test the car into his memories of Colin and how close they were, and how Colin mentored him as a uh, as a young up and coming driver, uh, and how he's sort of, uh, lived with the family um, and wouldn't be where he is today without Colin. Uh, so it's really it's a really lovely, nice, piece, really nice read. Yeah. 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 Um, on page 72, the, the McRae uh, package continues with, with a story of the, the tremendous 1995 season, which um, I, I stubbed this copy from, from a bigger piece, actually. And, and as I was going through it, it just felt like I was working on a treatment for a film script. I mean, you know, we've seen, we've seen Rush, we've seen a few mm. good and bad yeah. motor racing films, mostly bad motor racing <laughs> films. Bad. But I just think there's something very filmic about this. Yeah this season mm. that 95 yeah. season yeah. And it, if you read this it has absolutely everything doesn't it yeah yep controversy don't want to give it all away but I'm sure I'm still spoilers but it happened a while ago so I think we were all right spoilers I think we know what, yeah. I think we know what happened <laughs> at the end of it did Colin McRae win Dave? Um, <laughs> can't give away yeah, we should, can't give away the ending surely <laughs> well that's oh, maybe one day we can uh, maybe one day we'll work on movie production and we'll, yes. we'll produce a film on that on that fantastic movie, year yeah, yeah. Um, wrapping up the uh, Colin McRae um, package is um, a fantastic lunch with uh, Jimmy Colin's father uh, and Simon Aaron um, jumped on a plane and went up to to see Jimmy at home in Scotland um, and again it's it's a it's a lovely treatment I mean the lunch with is just great isn't it Joe because we you just you just allow the subject just to talk that's yeah. you know it's their story it's their words we really don't do much to the copy do we, we, no. we well and uh, um, I mean the whole idea of it, I think it was born um, you know, as a way of just having allowing somebody to to, to talk in an informal setting in a non-interview kind of way um, and uh, and tell their story really, mm. uh, and this is what that's exactly what Jimmy does here, um, and, and he just tells a story to uh, you know to Simon, mm. um, and Simon keeps him on track uh, every now and again. But it's just a lovely you know lovely read, which just encompasses a tremendous career really. Um, yeah. uh, obviously, it's tinged with sadness, um, uh, um, but it's, um, it's it's a lovely lovely piece of um, uh, a lovely record really of, uh, yeah. of Jimmy's career. Brilliant. So that's the cover package, everyone, in the um, February 2018 issue, um, issue 1110 um, of Motorsport. I'm going to jump back and just give you an idea of what the, the kind of regulars that are in the, in, in the magazine at the moment. So um, International News and Formula One News. Um, it's a great piece on Haas, uh, the American Formula One team, um, state of play, what it's, where it's 
succeed and where it's failed. Um, it's a good good story from Mark Hughes. Um, and then everything through from historic news, club racing, um, Tomorrow's World, which is a great column uh, written by our um, digital editor, Jack, um, looking into the future of motorsport and what, what that might be. Columnists Mark Hughes, Dickie Mead and Matt Otsley, Richard Williams, Doug Nye, there's Gordon, our editor-at-large, um, letters. We've added some more letters in, haven't we? Got an extra half page of letters. Yeah, and we'd love to put in more, um, and maybe we, we will um, go going ahead, but we've got some more letters in there. They were always just such a great read. You know, there's just some, some controversy in there usually, and there's... <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's a cliche, isn't it, sometimes, to say that, you know, our mailbag is bulging, but, I mean, it you is. know, every month we get so many letters, yep. not just through the post, but emails and we're quite, uh, we're quite, as well. quite unique, I think, because a lot of magazines, a lot of people in general don't tend to write letters anymore, but we, we get... Yeah. Like we get loads no, of, get letters. Yeah, we get letters. We get, get Far more than than when I was at Evo. We, um, yeah, we just we just have a, an audience who likes who like to converse. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, um, Carry on. Send yeah, send, keep keep sending. Keep, keep and we, going. if you email us, we do try to respond to as many emails as we can. And I think we've actually got a pretty good hit rate of returning emails. So so don't be shy. Please please get in contact with with any of us on the motorsport team. Um, you can find the email address on the website, motorsportmagazine.com. Um, and actually, while we're on other platforms, um, check out our digital edition. It's going great guns at the moment. The more of you are downloading the digital edition, um, you can find out more about that, um, on, again, on the Motorsport Magazine website. Um, our video channel on YouTube in particular is going very well too. We've completed our first season of the How to Drive um, film series. Um, and watch Dickie go mad. Yeah, Dickie Mead and driving all sorts of weird and wonderful stuff. Um, and I'm going to dive back into the features now. What's next? Group C. Group C. Joe, how did this one come about? Well, this was a. Um, um, Nigel Reese, obviously, he's written for us before, a brilliant technical mind, and has a really nice way of um, uh, explaining very complicated topics in pretty understandable terminology mm. um, and so uh, he's done a, a great piece here on ground effects uh, and um, uh, uh, in group C and explaining how it worked and what the impact was uh, and we've got some great cutaway diagrams here as well Page uh, and we've the properly opening. got beneath the skin of all of these I don't know if I can hold this up and yeah, show the camera it's just great stuff yeah. to, to sort of lose yourself in for a while. Good work from the art um, desk there. We're yeah, just, just thinking, okay, how can we get yeah. <laughs> under the skin? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. No, it's um, a fab shot. It really is. Oh, it's just brilliant. And, uh, and the, other, the other great thing about this is that we managed to find one of the Group C cars, which uh, Lindsay went to the photograph, Indeed, which yeah. is going to be, uh, in fact, it's going to be on our stand at Race Retro, uh, which we'll... But yeah, yeah, Stonely um, Park. It's 23rd to 25th of February. Um, we have a partnership with the Race Retro Show. Uh, it's a fantastic show. Um, it's it's what a great way. I just think it's a fantastic way to start the season. It if is. you feel like you're in a race paddock, it's yeah. got a very um, kind of homely vibe to it. Um, it's as cold as one. Well, usually, <laughs> it's usually yeah. bring, bring a jacket. Yeah, yeah bring a coat and a, and a bubble hat, definitely. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're there. I'll, I'll be on the stage interviewing various guests. Um, the Motorsport magazine team will be there too. Um, and as Joe says, yeah, this, this magnificent Hawaiian Tropic um, car that you shot, Lyndon, is, yeah. is, is going to be there. Of course, we were hugely disappointed that there weren't any Hawaiian Tropic girls. <laughs> it would with, have been too cold. It was 
snowing elsewhere, and it was the first day of. Am I allowed to say that in, this, in 2018? Um, I, can I, uh, I think you're fine. I think you're fine. It's a wine yeah. topic, girl. It's fine. It's fine. Is that right? They're still, they're still don't, in the group. Don't Instagram it. Don't no. tweet it. Keep it off social. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, that's that's a Lewis Hamilton reference. There, yeah. 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 Lewis's Christmas mail. Poor, poor Lewis. Yeah. Poor Paul Simon. We've all been there, Lewis. Don't worry. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, so, Linda, tell us what it was like to shoot this car. Because um, I know you can't give away exactly where it was, but it, 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 was, it, was, <laughs> it was an unexpected... I, I can give away yeah. a county, yeah. It was in, I did, I, all I got was a, a postcode and address, or postcode in Wiltshire, and I was like, oh going to be a dealer or something like that and you turn down this little track and it's this guy's bungalow and he opens up the electric garage door and inside is this 956 but then he tells me that's not his only one (laughs) he has a collection of them and you're just like you know in awe of him but yeah to to just wheel it out and he says there you go help yourself and Take whatever you want off it, you know. So engine, so yes, you exposed can come, and can come and come and see it at a racetrack, yeah. and, and but you can't touch it. Obviously, you can't take exactly, your own. I bit. think so, he's <laughs> going to be barri- Yeah, it's going to be barriered off on that day. Yeah. But uh, yeah, come and take come and get look, up close yeah. and personal with it. It is a condition of kind of modern life where we don't know our neighbours anymore, though, isn't it? And mm. can you can, can you imagine if like you, you lived next yeah. door to someone for three years and you just yeah. sort of had to go and borrow Peered a couple over of the shoes? Fence. Yeah. <laughs> and you said, "Washing this You're out there cleaning your Prius. Wax on. But yeah, great great story, isn't it? Yeah. Joe? Like you say, it's, it's it, 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 this is this was this is the defining Group C car, isn't it? Yeah. And um, it, it was, the, I believe it was the first aluminium monocoque ground effect uh, Group C car. Yeah. Um, and it just kicked off. Yeah. It? It, was, it, was, it was dominant. It was great. Even though, the, even though the engine wasn't supposed to be for endurance racing and the, everything about it wasn't supposed to work, was it? That's but right. It, it just did work. Just yeah. did. It didn't yeah. work together. It even had a key, didn't it? It had a key. Yeah, yeah. Amazing, which was yeah. in it. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. okay, well, it was original gear. Oh, yep. fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> And they, um, not not this one, but the twin clutch gearbox was um, was tested in in, in racing on, on this car in, in the early eighties, and then now of course it's it's ubiquitous in, in road cars. Mm. The twin twin clutch box, ironically, the, the racers didn't like it. 
back, back then, you know, but of course it was before even the 640 Ferrari, paddle shift Ferrari, you know, it was a good six, seven years before that Porsche were testing it. So, um, yeah, a, a good story and a typical Nigel Reese kind of um, style. It's, it's one to sit down, get comfortable <laughs> yep. and um, dive in Absolutely. and read it and reread it. But yep. it's, it's very rewarding when you do. So um, what have we got next, Damo? Uh, what have we got next? Gord Murray. Ah, the design lead legend that is. Um, Absolutely. Crikey. Look at him there. He's, not, he's, he's 71. Yeah. He looks good for 71, doesn't he? And he yeah, he, he's, and he's still got, it's just, just ideas are pouring out of him. I know, I know it's a cliche, but we, we, we have a podcast, so please go onto the website and, and, and find the podcast. Um, when we weren't recording the podcast, he was telling us some of some ideas that just blow your minds. The other stuff that he's working on, yes. I mean, as innovative in other areas as the fan car was for Formula One, you know, in, in kind of housing and all sorts of various areas, you think this guy yeah. shouldn't be allowed to yeah. pop his clogs. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. He's trying to wiring him yeah. up for yeah. like the next 200 years. We need to download years. him, don't we? We yeah. need to sort of put him on a hard drive somewhere. That's right. Because he, he's, uh, yeah. He's well, like all people, you know, who have claimed to have, you know, be called a genius he's not narrow in his interests is he he's got it's the breadth of interest that he's got and that's maybe that's why he is so good at this one thing i mean he as you say you know it's from from architecture to energy to you know obviously car design he just he just knows so much about so much he's just and he has no formal engineering training yeah. at all yeah. um and, and in the podcast we had a great uh, question from one of our um one of our listeners it was a very is a very technical question, and he gave the most uh, eloquent reply. And I think Gordon, our Gordon, asked him afterwards. So, so, what's your training? None, none at all. He just gets it. Just got. He's just got yeah. it. It's his first job. He just strolled in and just yeah. like going, right, you're the design director. Off we go. <laughs> yeah. Make us make yeah. us a Formula One car. And he's yeah. like, okay, fine, right, and he just did it, mm. and it was amazing. And he reveals some stuff in this in this interview in this in this and and the podcast that that none of us knew before, it was particularly. Um, some, th th there's, there's a relationship with Colin Chapman that I don't think anyone's particularly explored. Mm. Um, and of course, they, their era's crossed over slightly, um, and it may have crossed over more than that, given mm. um, maybe if the planets were aligned slightly differently, but I, mm. won't, I won't give it away. But there's some, there is some stuff in here that you won't have, um, you won't have read before. Mm. Um, it's a very human story as well, because he talks about, obviously he's got the exhibition on at the moment, uh, or had or had the exhibition, do, yeah. and and um, and it, it sort of illustrated his breadth of um, uh, excitement in other worlds. He's got road cars, he's got motorbikes, he's got um, it's, it's a rock and roll. He is rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's his collection of rock and roll. His, his inspiration yeah. as well. Mm. When you see his collection of road cars, which are all lightweight and mm. they all have a, so they all have Elans and yeah. Fiat five hundreds because they do the job, but are so lightweight as well. And it, it comes across in his own designs, doesn't mm. it? Yeah. Yeah, I think every car that was on display at this this, this exhibition was was sub ton, was sub a thousand yeah. kilos, apart from one, um, which we won't give away. In fact, I'm not sure if it's in the piece or not. It's in the it's in the podcast. There's, um, two, there's two elements of the story, isn't there? There's the talking hmm. to him, and then and then as you mentioned, there's the there's the podcast as well, which is um, uh, where, where, uh, which you sat down with um, uh, with Gordon uh, Crookshank uh, and, and interviewed him. We've run an extract of that in the. Uh, in the back of the magazine to give readers a taste of what they can get um, yep, page 92. Uh, online. Um. And it's a little bit more information on the opposing page 93 actually about Race Retro. So if you want to go straight to the page where you can find out uh, more about Race Retro, page 93. American Scream. 
That's a hell of an opener you've got there, Damon. <laughs> yes, well, uh, when you've got a Lola T70 and a, a brand, well, a 2015 Corvette at Daytona, uh, what, what, how can you can't go wrong with it, can you? <laughs> Makes it easier, really, doesn't it? So uh, what was so what was Dickie up to this month then? Damn him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so off he went to Daytona to race in the Daytona Classic, which I guess isn't particularly well known maybe on, on this side of the pond, but... Um, hopefully we've captured it in, the, in this story. Mm. Um, and Dickie raced two cars. Um, and I think it's the first time he was there, first time he was on the banking. Mm. Um, and it's just a, 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 another typically great Dickie story um, yeah. from behind, and, the, and behind the wheel. And he did rather well as well, didn't he? Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is um, like <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's got, particularly with the T70, he, he seems to be... Uh, again, it's a cliche, but he does seem to be a one with that that car. Um, I think he's got it. He's got it figured out, and uh, and I'm sure his rivals, when they see him getting in that, they think, "Oh right, it's <laughs> <laughs> not going to be easy <laughs> this one." Um, and I think we showed the we showed one of his qualifying laps. I think it was. I'm looking over at Jack, who's out out of shot. Yeah, it was one of his qualifying um, laps. He's on on the motorsportmagazine.com website, and it's it's quite something. Mm. Um, but again, yeah, Dickie's just got a, a really it's neat got, way of... Yeah, it's a really of, personal approach as well, yeah. isn't it? It's the way that he writes, it's kind of very, um, it's very human as well, because obviously he's, uh, he's doing, he's, doing he's, an, he's, he's one of us, isn't he? He's, he's a kind of a, he's kind of a guy that just has, so happens to be bloody good at yeah. driving racing cars. <laughs> and words. And words. There's, there's a quote on uh, page 96. Think of a man-made place of worship with a cathedral-like sense of grandeur, and you're getting the picture. Yeah. Fab, really, really lovely pic uh, piece I like, here. I like the fact it's juxtaposed against a the absurdity of the event is, yeah, um, yeah page 97, you'll see that. Um, okay. Yeah, cool. So, yes, we shall. Postcard from Daytona, that's a lovely, lovely yeah, piece. Yeah, just a well. kind of an overview of the whole of the event, and more of the event. Um, I, I don't think we should, we should go. We should go, actually. We so, should go. Really. Really. Yeah. Next year. Yeah. yeah, amazing cars. This year. This year now, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. 2018. Yeah. How to build a racing car designer. How do you build a racing car designer, Joe? Something ask me, ask Adrian Newey. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a, it's a, it's a nice, in, it's a nice interview we've, 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 uh, we've got. I mean, Adrian, you could, he's arguably the greatest designer. We talked about Gordon Murray. I mean, of his generation, of the new generation, Adrian, Adrian Newey, he's, he's got to be up there. Um, and um, uh, we, uh, um, tempted him into an interview by oh. suggesting that it take place at the Tamiya um, store, storehouse or warehouse, which is near to where Red Bull is based. Yeah. Um, secret location that secret we, weren't, location. we weren't allowed to tell anyone about. <laughs> um, uh, because we knew that he you know, was a fan uh, of Tamiya models. Um, and he jumped at the chance. And he's a difficult man to get hold of most oh. of the time. Um, uh, but he, um, uh, he jumped at the chance to be interviewed on location by Mark Hughes, um, our Grand Prix uh, Formula One editor, uh, and it's um, he really just talks about where his inspiration came from as a young man um, to, to move into uh, um, uh, racing car design, and um, also his what he thinks his greatest innovations are. Um, mm. And we won't ruin it by saying what they are, but they. Um, I mean, just going through the list, it's just. I mean, his. It's just incredible what he's managed to do um, uh, over the course of his career. And the great thing, my favourite thing about this story is the sense of fun that yeah. both of them have. You can just see it's it. Mark, Mark Hughes is loving it. 
Adrian Newey is loving it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's got it's to play with models, aren't they? Yeah, what could, what it's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, he's a, I guess he's a big thanks to Tamiya um, and to, to the Hobby Co. Um, because, yeah, this, is, this isn't necessarily somewhere where they um, allow the, the, the press. Um, yeah. But I think it did bring him bring him to life, I think, it, you know, to be able to poke around the models and, and the way that that does segue into his innovations, I thought, was, was, was nicely done. And the, when, when I was reading this, the surprise to me was that some of the innovations were, were those sort of, like, slap your forehead kind of yeah. simple, yeah. <laughs> you know, in a way, but that's his genius, isn't it? It, it, it wasn't a super complex front wing or anything like that. It's just a few things where you go, ah, yeah, that makes sense. Why didn't anyone do that yeah. before? Um, but how many of these? We've got six of his innovations, and then we've got a few more on the Motorsport Magazine website as well. So, um, too many to print. There were to, too uh, many to print, weren't there? So, yeah, as yeah. a rather entertaining aside, when Mark came into the office the other day to, to uh, talk to us about some stuff, he did mention about the, the interviews and uh, in the, in the chat he had with Adrian. He was saying that uh, when Adrian was going through the, the, the Lotus 49B, he was talking about um, his uh, time in the wind tunnel when he was. Uh, Creating whichever car it was, mm -hmm. and uh, he said he, on the on the wind tunnel model there was there was a bit of a Tamiya forty nine B on the wind tunnel model that he was working on at the time. But yeah, I, can't, I can't remember the car he was mentioning, but it was apparently there's a there's a little plastic wind plate or there's a little plastic sort of aerofoil on one of the models or one of the models wind tunnel model from from a forty nine B that you uh, sort of uh, used. So hence the uh, image that we've used there, sort of uh, a referencing from that. But I mean, the other thing, I mean, he must be a difficult man, like he's a difficult man to live with. I mean, he talks here about where these ideas come to him, you know, and they come to him when he's on holiday with his family. They come to him when he's just about <laughs> to go to sleep yeah. and he has to go mm. off and, uh, you mm. know, um, into the bathroom with a notepad and, and just sit yeah. down, you know. Um, uh, yeah, exactly, in his downtime is when he switches off from the, um, uh, you know, from the treadmill or the, the, the pressures yeah. of, the, of, his, of his day job. That, that, that has the great ideas, yeah, punching. Uh, it's fascinating. But you like that, Joe? Is that how your genius works? <laughs> yeah, I need more downtime. Do you? <laughs> 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 you know, it's a little holiday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've been back how many days? Two. <laughs> 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 one for some, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, talking about genius. Look at this. Oh, wait for oh, this. Good segue. Wait for this. <laughs> Talk, talking about downtime. <laughs> <laughs> Nick goes racing. <laughs> Page one hundred and twelve. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was. It, uh, I, I, the, the, the growth of historic motorsport in, in, in the UK and worldwide is just nuts at the moment. But I think what's interested me always about the Keep um, series is that it's kind of the affordable stuff. Um, so you can buy a decent MGB, you know, twenty grand or so. Um, set of tyres and a bit of your own sort of mechanical knowledge and you can have a really fantastic season of racing. Mm. You don't have to buy a lightweight E-Type and AC Cobra to do this. So, um, and as sort of my own year um, progressed, um, I must admit, I just thought selfishly it would be nice to tell this story. I don't, I don't want people to think that historic racing is only lightweight E-Types and AC Cobras, you know, it's MGs, mm. it's, it's bridges, TR4s, it's all sorts of fun stuff, you know. So, um, and we... And this story, we went from having what we thought was a broken car in um, in testing, or I thought I'd broken the car in testing, um, all you the did way break to. The, <laughs> the head gasket went. You were driving it when it broke. I was sat in the pit lane <laughs> with the engine on when it broke. You were sitting in it and it broke. 
it broke. <laughs> I don't know, I, I, maybe I didn't. I just maybe didn't look at the temperature yeah. gauge as often as maybe I should have. Um, <laughs> but but it's all, it all ended up okay. It ended up okay. It was good fun. Um, and then from that, um, Andrew Frankel has has been enjoying an AMG GT4. Now GT4s are of particular interest at the moment because it it seems like it's kind of what GT3 should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much more, uh, they're, they're, they're way closer to the road version GT4 cars. Um, and I believe um, there's uh, the, the, the variety in the GT4 pack from, yeah. from Mustangs to this, the Mercedes-Benz <coughs> um, here to Aston Martins to Porsches to McLarens. BMWs, can BMW, Maseratis, yeah. You know. yeah, it's just everything. Uh, yeah, Pretty much any, everything anything can anything be that's turns yeah. to a yeah, GT4 these days. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's affordable, but it's no. it's on the affordable end of GT proper racing. modern yeah. GT well, yeah, racing. Modern racing, yeah. 100 grand. Yeah. Mm. It's a lot of the money. Of course, yeah. but... Have you bought yours yet, Joe? I'm just waiting for that pay rise. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> Keep waiting. <laughs> <laughs> what would you What would you drive if you could have any GT4 oh. car, chaps? Oh, oh, oh! It wouldn't be a Porsche because everyone's got a Porsche. The Cayman. The Cayman. Yeah, the Cayman. Oh, yeah, same the Cayman. I've driven one. It's very good. I'm sure it is. Yeah, it's very good. It's a Porsche. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> yeah. I've driven the McLaren as well. What's the noisiest one? I'll have that. Probably the Maserati. Yeah, oh, that's a hell of a thing that is. But it looks so big and bulky, though, doesn't, doesn't it, compared it. to the rest? Yeah, it's, it's noisy, <laughs> and it's noisy, and it's big I'm and bulky. I'm sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> I am sitting right here. Which one best reflects your character? <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Is that not the question? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd have, I probably would have. But then You're going to have the Porsche. I would, because it's a, a, a little bit of experience with them. It's because the grip and the power is well balanced. So I've driven the sort of McLaren version and it's fat, but it always feels like it needs a bit more power, loads and loads of grip. Um, you should have a Mustang. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> <laughs> just, just saying. <laughs> what you, you like, you're not wearing one today, but you like your lumberjack shirt. Yeah. You've got a big beard. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I'll take I'll it. I'll take I'll take that. That. I think that. he's offered to buy yeah. you a Mustang. I think, I think he he's just done that. So next season we're doing <laughs> we're going GT4 racing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, Joe, you've, it's got to be an Aston Martin for you, isn't it's it? Got to be. You know your your refined culture. This is know. all true. This is all true. But I can't see. I can't see. <laughs> I can't see past this AMG GT4. Having read for Andrew's piece, I think it sounds brilliant. Right, we'll have a go. Yeah, sold. Right. Can we have? Can we all have a go, please? Yeah. <laughs> Get one to go. Okay. I think. That more or less rounds it up because we have um, we've run out of time. Yeah, um, I'm afraid to probably, say probably some time ago. Yes, <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> as usual. We've, we've prattled on a little bit. Um, yeah, so this is the issue commentary for the February 2018 issue of Motorsport Magazine. Um, on the rest of the pages, from around 130 onwards, we have our speed shop uh, regular, which talks about cars that are for sale in the marketplace at the moment. Um, we have Garageista, um, which focuses on a the restoration of a Jordan F1 car, um, an MGB, <laughs> and the what else we got? Alpha Jeff, Jeff, Jeff's, yeah, yeah lovely Alpha. Um, yeah, can't wait to see it finished. It's, oh, it's not far off now yeah. as well. Oh, so yeah. that's the kind of the soap opera in the magazine. That's that's the page to sort of follow. And um, yeah, the next couple of reports it's getting really juicy now. I think with it's the, getting with the business the end of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. getting expensive. <laughs> yeah, <for that>. yeah. <laughs> expensive. <laughs> so. Um, so yeah, th thanks for listening, thanks for watching. Uh, this is the issue commentary, February 2018 issue. Go and buy a copy. It's, it's, I'm really proud of this one. It's a good cover and, and hopefully we've paid tribute to, to this great man. Um, all the best. Thanks, guys. Pleasure. Yeah, thanks. See you next time.